0: Welcome to Live the Moment Podcast, where we discuss family faith and everything in between. We are that Johnson family and we are inviting you to Live the Moment.
1: Alrighty. Episode two. I'm a little nervous. Why? I don't know.
0: This is the first this is the first episode with our like new little setup here.
1: I know. We've got like microphones with little fuzzy heads on them. <laughs> what
0: fuzzy heads i
1: don't know i don't know like what you would use in church yes yes back in the day
0: (laughs) (laughs) it does it does look like i need i need to sing jehovah jireh right now like it looks like we got the old microphones with the yellow green purple
1: different colors both of us are black that's confusing for the sound man
0: it does look that's what it does it looks like i need to break out and jehovah chira I, my providers. I would like a blue my fuzzy Christ microphone thing blue why yeah. blue because i like no, blue. it needs to be maroon
1: no but i like it blue.
0: needs to match the pews
1: blue is my favorite color oh my goodness
0: so yes welcome to our second episode of the live the moment podcast
1: yes today we're gonna we talk talking about? About we're talking about words. Words. We're going to talk about words.
0: Why are we talking about words?
1: Listen, because I have a lot of them. <laughs> I have a lot of words. And you, you hear a lot of my words. I do
0: hear a lot of your words.
1: And uh, so let's just start. I think we should start this out by just kind of telling a little history about ourselves. Because if we're going to tell our fun little story... Mm-hmm we need to kind of give some background into our relationship a little bit. Okay. Okay. We're
0: talking about the, the story. The, the
1: story. S- the story. That was like the epitome of year two of marriage for us. Was it year two? I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day. It was somewhere in year one or two because, I mean, it had we weren't, hadn't been in the house super long.
0: Do we have a lead? I don't think we had a lead. No, no, no. no. This is kid free.
1: This is Pre-children. Pre-children. For sure, pre children. Yeah. Okay. So it had to have been somewhere in year one or two. Okay. I feel like probably year two. I don't know. It all runs together. It all runs But it'd together. be right in that range. Okay. I could say a fairly confident year two.
0: Okay. The story. We'll get to that story here in a second. We'll so get what do you want to, we'll get what's there. the precursor? What do you want to so, talk about? So, like our, our story, like yeah, our background? Yeah, yeah. We have, we have a, fairy tale story i guess you could say it it's not fairy tale it's, i
1: mean
0: okay we've maybe known each like other Grimm's fairy tale. maybe <laughs> we've known each other legitimately the majority of our lives
1: mm.
0: yeah I we've mean, known each other since eighth grade seventh yeah, grade
1: no eighth grade eighth grade let's we've, not discuss seventh grade
0: okay instead okay okay we won't say <laughs> <laughs> we won't
1: seventh grade Casey was awful I was not awful he was awful and he was a big old liar and I was a
0: liar I can't deny that.
1: and I wanted nothing to do with him and would go home and complain about him to my mother on a regular basis yeah because he was terrible at school but played drums on the worship team at church
0: what she's really not trying to admit here is that she she had an attraction for me no I did not she did no she had it bad for me
1: Nope, not yet. (laughs) Not yet for sure. Anyways, then in eighth grade, I had a friend who liked him. And so, of course, in eighth grade, you can't do anything on your own. So I had to sit with her at his lunch table because she needed someone to sit with her. So
0: all that to say is we've known each other for a very long time. We grew up together in church. Um, I mean, yeah, Yeah, youth group.
1: Youth group, mm -hmm, doing fine arts together. All of our AG peeps out there, knowing what right. fine arts is,
0: doing all the things, singing Camps. duets
1: together. Oh
0: my gosh!
1: <laughs> another time in another place. That was one. That was one. That
0: was one. Another time mm-hmm. in another place. Some P.O.G. Mm-hmm. Point of Grace.
1: Oh, what did we sing? Come that was Point of Grace. I don't remember.
0: It was a fine arts thing.
1: I don't remember that one. Yeah. But I'm not surprised. Me, you, Oh, Erica, yeah. It was an Christy. ensemble. Yes, 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 yes. We had matching. Um, I don't remember that. We had matching shirts. I just remember. They were all blue. I just
0: remember thinking, why? <laughs> why, why are we doing this?
1: Oh, well, it, it made a memory. It made
0: a memory. It made a memory. There's a lot of youth group
1: memories. A lot. There are a lot. And then one day, right in our senior year,
0: Oh, we're fast forwarding that far. Okay. Yeah,
1: let's just fast forward. Okay. I mean, no one needs to know. That maybe someday we'll we talk about all. We could spend a lot of time of... There's a in, lot. This,
0: in this mode, in this but, place, but we're not. We in won't a nutshell,
1: that. we met each other in eighth grade, became really good friends all through high school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yada, yada, yada.
0: You yada, yada, yada at high school.
1: I yada, yada at high school. If there's okay. anything to yada, 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 it's high school. It's high school. Can I get an amen? So then we get to our senior year mm-hmm. and Casey's going to like go date yet another girl because another. that's what he does. Okay. And then I was like, but my heart longs for him. So I <laughs> So I was like Hey, I really like you. Do you like me too? I don't know what I said, but I'm sure it was something that ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Oh, I like you too. And the rest is history. <laughs> That's it. That's basically how it went. Oh my god. So then fast forward a few more years and we got married when I was 19 and. I was 20. You were 20.
0: You still had teen at the end of your age bracket I when did. we got married. I did. You were a teenager. I was a teenager when, when we, we were, got married. Yeah.
1: It's true. So we were young. Yeah. So when we say we have had a lot of words in our marriage, we very much mean it. We did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of history that we just skipped over. There is. But. A
1: whole lot. For
0: the sake of time and not totally going down a rabbit trail.
1: Right. And being able to get to our actual topic. Yeah. Of we're talk- words. We're
0: talking about words. So now we're married. We we're living married.
1: in our hometown. Mm-hmm. Ponca City. Ponca City, Oklahoma. Yeah. And then um, at that we point... We were
0: living on South 6th Street. We were. And on the other I was, side of the tracks in Ponca City. And our first home it was the very first house we ever owned.
1: First one we ever owned. Not the yes. first one we lived in. No, it was the very first. First one we owned. Yes. My least favorite one we yeah. owned.
0: Well, that was just because the drug activity across the street.
1: Well, I mean, it was entertaining. Yes. But then it got frightening. That's a whole other story. Anyways. Um So I think at that time I was working at... The law, the firm. law office mm-hmm. and
0: We could not have survived if you didn't work at that law office. No, probably Because I was working at a YMCA.
1: Yes. Yes. I was gonna say, were you working at the Y or at yeah. Carbon Black well, at was, that time? I was
0: working for both. I, I went to the Y and then went to Carbon Black and then went back to the Y. The Y was like like the
1: black hole. <laughs>
0: it was. It's just you try to leave and it, it sucks you right back in. I don't
1: know why. I don't either. But, but it worked. It worked. I guess. Again, that's another story. Yeah. God's provision. Yeah. Another story for another time. Mm-hmm. But you're working at the Y. And if you don't know where Ponca City is, it's like right in Tornado Alley.
0: Oklahoma's Tornado Alley.
1: The whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm terrified of storms. Ray's
0: terrified of storms.
1: Terrified of storms. So here we are. We've mm-hmm. n- known each other for quite some time.
0: Yeah.
1: But we are semi, I mean, pretty newly married. Yeah. And this tornado's coming. And there are sirens going off. Okay, and we gotta
0: clarify something. There was not a tornado coming. There was. The sirens were going off, but that did not mean there was a tornado.
1: Sirens mean a tornado. Not all in th- the south. It means the yes, possibility of a tornado. No, 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 no. No. The thing <sighs> was is the sirens were going off in the town next to us that we yes. could just hear. But if a tornado's close enough that I can hear the sirens It's too close to me. So I am terrified. And Mm -hmm. all I'm doing is begging my precious new husband to take me to a safe place. And he won't. He won't take me. He refuses to take me. And I'm not sure what all ensued, but I know by the end... I was in the closet with pillows on my head, <laughs> shouting out of the closet, you don't love me, <laughs> you want me to die. This, and I say it jokingly now, but I was very serious this, at the moment.
0: It sounds like an exaggeration, but those were le- her legit word. No, that was for word really. for word, screaming at me. Sobbing. You don't love me. I was that
1: scared. You
0: want me to die crouched in a closet. Mind you, it wasn't like a hallway closet like you're supposed to. It was our bedroom. It was not an, it was not an interior closet.
1: Ish. Interior-ish.
0: I guess it was the best that we, we that had we available. Had. Yeah. We didn't have so, a- so you also have to understand, like, my dad lives down the street at the time, Right? Yes. And he he didn't live too far away and no. he had a basement that right. we could have gone to. That's
1: where I That's wanted to what go. I
0: know. And it
1: was like <laughs> a half a block away. It was
0: yes, it was very close. But here's the problem though. I was trying to convince her in the moment that it was not that big. I was trying to okay, calm her down. But listen
1: when he's telling this, it makes it sound like he was like, oh, honey, let me hug you and hold you and be like, it's fine. Let's pray together because I am a mighty husband and I'm going to calm you. No, that is not what was happening.
0: What was happening?
1: What was happening was you're like, oh, my goodness, get over it. It is not that scary. You need to stop. You need to cut this out. And then eventually <laughs> escalated to you shouting at Once
0: me. Once a grand over exaggeration. This is not a grand that, over.
1: He yeah. shouted at me, I need you to <laughs> shut up.
0: Okay, I did say that. You did? Those were my words. Because it just got you were you were the point of hysteria. But
1: did that help my hysteria? No. No, but I just cried. It helped mine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh geez. Okay, so that is like one of my favorite memories of our marriage, though, at the time. I was like, what did I do? This man does not understand me. And uh, though I wanted him to console me, I'm also not a hugger. So if you would have touched me, I might have punched you. I
0: had the situation under control. I really did did not. I did. Listen, you would have felt hindsight.
1: bad if a tornado would have come through there and I would have died.
0: I would have felt bad. Yeah. But all I wanted we're was here today. Basement. Listen, That's all I got to say. Listen, we're, Linda. We're standing. The house is still standing. Oh, dear. <laughs> I knew better.
1: <laughs> Whatever. All that to say oh, is that there no, wasn't no a no, tornado. No.
0: It was just high winds and we were all fine and dandy.
1: Okay. <laughs> we were fine and dandy. So what does this story have anything to do with we're it? We're talking anything? about words. We're talking about right. words. So I am like, a researcher, note taker, Mm -hmm. whatever. So just a little fact for you in the book, silent messages, messages by Dr. Albert Merabian. Mm -hmm. I have no idea how he says his name. Sorry, Mr. (laughs) Author. Um, but he states that 7% of a message is communicated through words. 38% 38% is conveyed by voice and tone. And the remaining 55% is through facial expressions, gestures, and posture.
0: Mm-hmm. Tone. So
1: remember that with every interaction, what you don't say may be saying the most. So love mm-hmm. that thought because all <laughs> I could think of when I read that was that story was in that moment, um, whenever, you know, he's legitimately trying to calm me down. All I see is flailing arms and raised voice when he's trying to, in his mind, he's taking control of the conversation. In my mind, he cares zilch about how I feel. (laughs) And it wasn't, it came down to what Mm -hmm. has become a saying in our house. Mm -hmm. It was a saying in our marriage, still is. And now we say it to our kids. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And so that is what we're going to kind of talk about. It's not what you say, but it's how you, how you say, say it. it.
0: There's a lot in that. There's a lot of, um, you do. I agree with that because you do say a lot without saying anything.
1: You say your best what? when you say nothing at oh, all. Oh gosh,
0: she's breaking into a song.
1: Okay. It's like the third song I've thought of so far. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: But it is. There's a yeah, lot in your, um, in, in your body language Uh, we also, there's a saying that Ray and I say a lot to each other. We haven't shared this one with our children yet, or at least I don't think, but it's the, (laughs) it's the watch your face. Oh yes. Yeah. Yep. mm -hmm. Watch your face.
1: Yes. Absolutely. Pay
0: attention to your facial expressions. You might be in the middle of a conversation with somebody and (laughs)
1: listen, (laughs)
0: you, you say a lot by,
1: I do. I especially do. Yeah. I say a lot with my face. Yeah but I hope it's mostly good things. It
0: is. You can tell, you, yeah, you you wear a lot of your emotions. You typically tend to wear a lot of your emotions. You talk a lot with your hands. I do that too, but you're a big, you talk a lot with, you know,
1: I'm just just a lot. No,
0: you get what I'm saying. though. I
1: get get what you're saying. So, so here's the question. How can your words and nonverbal communication breathe life into another person or group of people? around you so how can you be intentional about giving (laughs) life because we know the bible says that there's life and death and the power of the tongue or whatever did i quote that right you know what i mean the tongue can add life or Mm -hmm. it can destroy life through our words and uh, those words go far beyond just the things we speak but Mm -hmm. how we are portraying ourselves um so what are ways that you try to be intentional to breathe life into others.
0: Hmm. That I do. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, that's a good question.
1: I know. Yeah. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Just by acknowledging, um, just by acknowledging people, their attributes, their character, their skill sets. I read read something the other day, too, just, uh, or maybe it was a video. I think it was a YouTube video I was watching. Um, There's power in just speaking somebody's name, Hmm. just acknowledging them by their name. Like, he was talking about the importance of memorizing people's names, which I'm terrible at. Um, But just speaking, like, going back to, like, what you're saying, just speaking life into people, it's something that you do have to be very intentional about because you can very easily, without even really knowing it, um, I'm not trying to say take advantage of, but yeah, I don't I don't know. You can easily
1: come off as unappreciative.
0: Yes, yes. You know what I'm saying? Like you, <clears throat> you got a lot of people. Um, you know, as youth pastors, we had we had youth leaders, mm-hmm. and it was something that we were, we tried to. I'm not saying we were we were the best at, but it was something that we learned along the way that we needed to try to be intentional about speaking to. Our, our youth leaders about their character, about the hey, I noticed this about you the other day when you said this, and you know, I wanted I wanted yeah. you to know that I, I recognize that, and because of what you said in that moment, is actually going to speak a lot of life into that kid or that student or that you know whatever the situation may have been, yeah, and just acknowledging hey this you may not have recognized this or or, or maybe you did, but I just want you to know I saw that and that was you know that could that could be. Um, something that's very um, rewarding in that person's life. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So speaking that encouragement, but if we take that and we spin it and we say it's not what you say, but how you say it, can you seemingly give a compliment, but it not come off that way? Is that possible to do? What would be, can you think of a, an example of, like if I said, hey, thanks a lot for helping with the house.
0: <laughs> that's a passive-aggressive way to say, But right
1: but it could mean that like, so say I've come in and I've cleaned the whole house and you've done the dishes, okay? So Mm -hmm. one task has been done compared to all the other. If I'm not mindful and I just say, hey, thanks for helping out, it can come off as, Mm. I mean, I did the whole house, you did the dishes,
0: Mm.
1: or if I change my tone, thanks so much for helping out. I really do appreciate it. Right. I might have been meaning the same thing, but it comes off a totally different Mm -hmm. way. So uh, that's kind of where even when you're giving a compliment, you have to be mindful that you're giving it from the right right heart, but then also in the right tone. This is why text is dangerous. Text messages are dangerous. And
0: I will say on the flip side of that too, it's also how you receive it. So like if if you did walk in and say that to me or what, and talking about how you're perceiving it, I could very easily go, hey, are you, are we good? Mm Because it sounded this way, you may have not meant it that way, but uh, it came across that way. And just and taking notice to that, and actually, you know, hey, there may be something there that I need to address. Do I need to? Do I need to ask for forgiveness? Is there something that I'm missing? Is this a pass aggressive moment? Do I need to draw attention to it? Yeah. And just being mindful of those things. And I I know this tends to you know kind of like I said we've we've known each other for so long that we've grown. And learn to know each other in those moments. Mm -hmm. But even, but even in situations and moments where you don't know that person very well, it still goes the extra mile to acknowledge that. Like, if just it's better to it's better to explore the possibility than than write it off and say, oh, that probably was nothing. Right. You got to be
1: or to worry that it was something. Right. And then it just let it fester, and then you've turned it into something. Yeah. Now it's now everything's awkward. Right. Right. (laughs) So that's something we've definitely learned since that Mm -hmm. day long ago in the closet (laughs) that, um, you know, it's important just to ask, Mm. don't wonder, especially all you married people out there. Don't wonder, don't wonder if something's wrong Just say, Hey, did I offend you? I really did not intend to. And then give them the space. If it did offend them to, to be upset and to heal. Um, because just because you apologize, Mm doesn't mean that they instantly have gotten over it. Right, They need time to process it with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just like I need time to process things with Jesus. I sometimes lock myself in the bathroom to process things with Jesus <laughs> when my kids are driving me insane. <laughs> so you know yeah. lock your spouse in a bathroom and tell him to find <laughs> jesus i'm just kidding don't do that don't
0: don't do that that's bad advice
1: <laughs> that is bad advice <laughs> but if you do it videotape it upload it on yes, social media and tag this. me because i want to yeah. see how terribly wrong that goes mm-hmm. for you
0: but it goes back to sh- to, sh- to just show that you know i think a lot of people and i will vouch for this myself because naturally i'm not a i am this way i do not like conflict
1: no, you don't. I don't like
0: conflict. I, I think a lot I of... I love it. Oh. I don't
1: am just kidding. No, you yeah. know.
0: <laughs> you are... I will say you are very proactive in it. You are not afraid I of it. I am not afraid... You don't love it, but you are not afraid of it.
1: That would be a good way to say it. Yeah. Yes.
0: I don't like it and until terrified I... terrified of it. Until I have to. And yeah. then it's a bad situation when I have to. <laughs> right?
1: But you handle it so well now. Now. I wouldn't say that's always been the case,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but... You have. So what are some things that you've learned then? Cause it, it the, has been a huge growth. The biggest so.
0: thing I would say is something, a tidbit of information and wisdom that I came across a few years ago was it's better to run toward conflict than to ignore it or resist it. Yeah. Run toward it and don't ignore it.
1: So what does that look like? It
0: means even if the, like what we were talking about, if there's an instance or a situation where you feel like there might be some disunity or frustration or hurt or pain or whatever, Um, or a a difficult conversation, it means it's better for you to run toward it and have that discussion and get it out of the way than rather let it sit, fester. Okay,
1: so that brings us to the pinnacle point then (sighs) of, okay, you think think homeboy's mad at you and you're going to go confront it. Mm Mm-hmm now comes down to the it's not what you say it's how you say it because you could walk into that situation
0: absolutely
1: so many different ways Mm -hmm. so how would you now like how would you walk into those situations how do you walk into situations
0: it depends on every situation but the it always for me it always comes back to your approach first and foremost like if you come into any situation hot and angry, at, so one of the number one rules that I have, I think, learned over my few years in, in leadership and ministry is never react but respond to any situation. There, are, I think there are instances where you maybe have to react, but I think ninety nine point eight nine percent, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I think it's better for you to take a step back. And what I mean by don't react and respond is I th- it's pretty self-explanatory because in moments in, in situations where you're frustrated, you're hurt, you're angry, you want to react, you, you're you emotional, you want to react out of a an angry phone call, an angry conversation, a heated debate, a heated argument. And that's just not, honestly, that is not godly character. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that is not a true representation of Christ in us and that's a hard pill to swallow Mm -hmm. and so that's one of the reasons why I always say okay it's better for me to respond to this situation accordingly rather than react out of emotions and so I will take time like I said I'm I by no means am I trying to say that I'm perfect at this but I will try to at least take time to really stop think about the perspective Mm -hmm. I'm, I could possibly be wrong in this situation. And that's, nobody wants to admit that. Nobody ever wants to admit fault. Yeah. But in those moments, I think when you take time to learn how to respond rather than react, you can step into the other person's shoes, step into the situation other than what you are feeling in that moment and actually see it from a different perspective. And even, even if you can come back and still justify your actions and emotions in that moment, it still gives you a better approach to the conversation that still needs to happen.
1: For sure. And you can then walk away from that conversation with your integrity yes. intact. Yes. So I know one of the things you do is a lot of times you will write out.
0: Yes. I what have. you're going
1: to say before you say it. Yes. And then let it sit. Uh-huh. And not let it sit so it can fester. Right. No. <laughs> Because that could go one of two ways too. So when you do that, when you take that step back, you have to not just dwell on the situation, but take it to the Lord in prayer. You really Mm -hmm. do have to um, put everything um, through the lens of grace. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's been probably my greatest growth when it comes to learning how to navigate words is through trying to do everything through the lens of grace. And that's partially because like, you know, those spiritual gifts tests you take Mm -hmm. and all that. So my like very bottom, every single time is mercy (laughs) and grace every time. And that shocks people because if you know me, like I love people, you're
0: such a people person, I love to serve
1: people. I believe in people. So it would like floor me of why grace and mercy were my lowest Mm -hmm. And then I was reading something one time and it said that my type of personality loves to give grace when I feel like they deserve it, when I feel like it's deserved. But once I don't feel like it's deserved, I'm like, shoo, shoo, I'm done with you. No more grace for you. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) And I vividly remember one time, oh my goodness, those students who were in our youth ministry in our early days. And we had a kid that was like, I just mm-hmm. can't stop drinking alcohol. And I was like, just stop. I don't understand the problem. You just stop. <laughs> don't go to parties anymore. Like, legitimately, this is what I'm telling this poor kid. I'm uh-huh. not directing him to prayer, the well, Bible, or counseling. It was a
0: continual. It was a continual thing. Every Sunday thing. in service, they're in the altar, hungover.
1: Absolutely. It was a continual it thing. It was a continual And thing. it was just, just yes, stop it. Yes, it but, was truly a just stop it moment. But that was like came to my mind of, oh my goodness, that's true. Like, I was done with you. You've outrun your grace, but um, (laughs) the Lord doesn't run out of grace. And so that's where I've really tried to look through everything through a lens of grace. Look at things from other people's perspective, not just in the workplace, not just in marriage, but even with our kids. It's 100% changed how I parent and how I homeschool. So we homeschool Mm the Eighth grader, almost ninth grader, and a third grader coming in on fourth grade. Mm. And I can't believe we're that old. I
0: know. We're not really that old. We just started young.
1: Listen, we're going to be able to retire young, and it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. we like, all this time to travel, yes. and it'll be wonderful. We'll have a travel blog then. Ooh. It'll be wonderful.
0: Where are we going?
1: I don't, everywhere. Everywhere. But not on a plane if I have to keep wearing a mask all the time, because... <laughs> It was really hard to breathe in. (laughs) So at least in my car, I can breathe on my own. It's true. Anyways, so in parenting and homeschool. So Mm -hmm. um, our precious daughter, she's amazing. She really is sweet, sweet, sweet. Um, And when we started homeschool, she really struggled with spelling and I would get so frustrated at her because, to me, the fact that she was struggling with the same spelling list 10 weeks in a row reflected on me as I'm failing. I'm failing as a homeschool mom, I'm failing at teaching her, and I was like, but she's learning everything else, so it can't be how I'm teaching her, so it must be her, she's not learning. And it would make me get mad at her, and I feel so bad for that poor child, I tell her all the time, she was my guinea pig, and Noah's got the good (laughs) homeschool experience, but I would get frustrated at her, and I remember saying, you you have to know this, you're just not trying, and she would cry, and it was a hot mess, it was a hot mess, and... uh, then one day the Lord really dealt with me and was like, how many things in your life have you <clears throat> tried and then tried again and then tried again and my grace continues? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a light bulb moment of, I need to have grace for this poor girl struggling with spelling. So I started having grace with her. And as we dug into um, you know, her spelling lists and all of these things, and I started learning I had made her terrified of getting answers wrong, which was making the spelling worse because she was afraid to even try because she was like, if I get it wrong, mom's going to yell at me again. So I uh, started saying to her, hey, if you fail this test, what's the worst thing that could happen? I have to do it again? Yeah, that's the worst thing that can happen is you have to do it again. So let's just try and do it again. And slowly she started to gain confidence even though her spelling was still atrocious. She gained confidence in the trying. Mm -hmm. And along that journey, we discovered that she struggles with dyslexia. And I, here I was like berating this poor child. But whenever I took the moment to step back, give her the grace and look at things from her perspective, I was able to see something she was struggling with that could be helped that could be supported. And there's so many times that that's true in our relationships with other people. There's, you know, hurt or there's frustration. Um, there's, I don't know, anxiety and fears buried deep inside that. If we would just stop, look through the lens of grace and try to see things from Mm. their perspective that we might uncover and be able to help with healing and help. Um, I don't know, help with that. If we can slow down
0: Yeah.
1: Slow your roll. Slow
0: your roll. Slow your roll. I so, think a lot of the times people get caught up and they, they so easily wrap up their failures and their identity or their identity and their failures. For sure. And so that's one of the reasons why I think people take that so easily. They they take that so easily yeah. on themselves.
1: For sure. Yeah. I mean, my child is struggling with a spelling list and mm. I thought I was failing as a mom and homeschool mom. Right. That's craziness. Mm. Everything else was going good. Yeah. But that one thing really got got in my head, mm-hmm. silliness. Yeah. So, so your words matter. They do. Because now that, you know, even just the way I lead our homeschool day yeah. of what's the worst that's going to happen, we try it again. Mm-hmm. Is completely changed the tra- tra- trajectory. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> of the confidence of our kids, uh, which right. has been
0: and I think that applies game changer every aspect in you know your career right your job your, Well, even
1: your calling like when right. you realize God's mm-hmm. like hey what happens right what happens if you step out in faith and it doesn't mm-hmm. go the way you think uh, that's okay right. God's still got it mm-hmm. there's no there's no failing right when you're walking in yeah. faith The person obedience. is never the
0: problem the problem is the problem the whatever problem it may is the be problem. you know yeah. what I'm so for sure like even with this with the skill sets that you have it doesn't matter if you mess something up or you fail at one task or it's your your identity is not wrapped up in that. Right. See what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Grace,
0: give grace to the people. Grace.
1: Every time we say grace, I think
0: Grace, grace died, died 30, 30 years
1: ago. ago. That's what I think every time. stop blessing. <laughs> That's what I want to say. <laughs>
0: oh, we have been married for a long time.
1: We have and it's beautiful. You're welcome. So so as we kind of land this plane, I I hope this plane went somewhere and it didn't just hang tight in the air. But I just want to share with you one of the scriptures that really came to my heart and that I keep kind of at the forefront of my mind whenever I'm trying to lead with grace. Because it is something I have to be intentional about because clearly it is my least... Spiritual gifting, according to every test out there, <laughs> so and it is I'm sure scripture you've all heard ephesians four thirty one through thirty two get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander as well as well as all types of evil behavior instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Mm-hmm. It's just a great perspective of you know Remembering to live life through the lens of grace that God right. leads us. Be kind. Be. It's kind. really
0: that simple.
1: Truly, I mean, not just to other people. Be kind to your spouse. Yes. Be kind to your kids. Mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself. Yep. And
0: That's in it. moments where you get frustrated, just remember that same you. You really do. You want that every time you want that same kind of grace ever extended to you. In moments where you fail or yeah. whatever, it's a good reminder. Be kind. Love people. Yeah. Treat them with grace. And when you feel like you can't
1: fix your eyes back on Jesus, Mm -hmm. because that's the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, all of those things Mm -hmm. that we need, that we try to like muster up in ourselves. We can't, they are fruit of the spirit. They're only found in the Lord. So it's true. Lock yourself in the bathroom.
0: Words matter. People
1: words matter. Words
0: matter. If we had more time, we could get a lot into,
1: we could, maybe we'll do another, maybe we will deeper dive on something tornado
0: stories in Oklahoma. Listen,
1: listen, listen. If we can survive that, I'll tell you what.
0: Yeah, we just—it's so we're nearing April.
1: We are. It How was many years, 17 right? Years 17, married. Years. Married seventeen years. Seventeen years. Married. Married seventeen years in April. Seventeen years. I know.
0: Congratulations to us.
1: I know. Yeah. We are pretty. That's fantastic. why we
0: were in Florida on our last episode. We were. That's, that's kind true. of our.
1: That was our little getaway.
0: Anniversary getaway. Because it was
1: fun. y'all, all you church people know, there's no getting away in April. No. There's Easter, mm-hmm. and all of all the, the things.
0: things. So, Well, hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning into this uh, episode. Second episode only.
1: Second episode.
0: Hope you got something out of it. Greatly appreciate each and every one of you guys. Love you, and we will see you on the next one. Hey, thanks so much for coming along with us on this journey. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get the latest releases. And if you have any questions you would like to ask us, head over to thatjohnsonfamily.com. There you will find a form to fill out and we will do our very best to answer those questions. We also have a family blog where you can find inspiration and resources as well. Once again, stop by thatjohnsonfamily.com and check that out. Thanks for tuning in and look, we are so excited to have you along on this journey and we will see you on the next episode.